Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. When John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Congregation may be seated. Well, your plans have gone smoothly up to this point. For the most part, I am assuming the tree went up, hopefully without any major problems. The Christmas lights were untangled when you took them out of the box with ease. You even maybe got your Christmas cards printed off without much hassle and perhaps sent them off. Everything is going as planned. The Christmas season is blossoming and indeed it is coming into complete fruition. That is until you came to church this morning. Indeed, everything's going smooth until you came into these doors of this church and heard our Old Testament reading, as well as that gospel reading with that crazy man, John the Baptist. I know what you're thinking. Do we really have to ponder John the Baptist this day? I mean, pastor, can't we skip over John the Baptist and his stern voice? Do we really have to ruin the holiday festivity by hearing that crazy voice in the wilderness crying out these words, make straight in the desert a highway for your God? There's no doubt about it that John the Baptist is that stern, yes, that very stern preacher prophesied from the Old Testament. He is that unyielding prophet Yes, that unyielding prophet that came before the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And he's that New Testament figure who the church examines every year, approximately two to three Sundays before the birth of Jesus. At first glance, it seems odd. You and I are getting those decorations set up and our, 
emotions, our emotions and our mind are fixated on that sentimental poor baby born in a stable and lying in a manger. And then, out of nowhere, we are blindsided by this New Testament prophet with his wild hair, his stern glare, his weird, yes, his weird attire, and that jarring message of repentance. He's like that Grinch. Indeed, he is like that Grinch who stole Christmas, for he seems to throw a wrench into holiday cheer by saying, Repent! Yes, repent! The kingdom of God is at hand. So this morning, indeed, as we have already mentioned, we find ourselves at this awkward point. We have the temptation to actually skirt around John the Baptist, or we want to perhaps maybe change John so that he won't preach law to us. In the name of relevancy, or in the spirit of modernizing, quote-unquote, the faith, we want to make John into a cushy preacher who will suit our own fancy. Truth be told, though, in spite of our spiritually weak spines, we actually desperately, we desperately need the voice of the wilderness. We need John the Baptist, especially right now. Think about it this way, my friends. During the Advent and Christmas season, what we do not need is another smooth-talking message. We have plenty of those smooth-talking messages trying to sell us a bill of goods in our culture. But instead, we need a voice that does not waver, a voice that does not fluctuate. We need the voice of John the Baptist. Indeed, we need the voice of John the Baptist that does not sway or follow the delusions of our culture. We need John's message to actually break through all that Christmas glitter, to pierce through the holiday glimmer, to warn us not to be shaken like a reed, to drive us to repentance, and to prepare our hearts for the coming Christ. You see, dear friends, we must remember that the pagan and the unbelieving world around us shines gushy, superficial Christmas cheer all over the real reason of the season. The pagan and the unbelieving world, they actually care nothing for the spiritual aspects of Christmas, and we are easily seduced into the same mentality. And so this is why we need John. We need John to come to our rescue with a non-fickle, And yes, an even stern message. Repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. After me comes he who is mightier than I. So we must keep in mind that the message of repentance is not an exclusive message to John. It has been spoken by many in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. And since biblical times, it has been spoken by thousands in pulpits, just like this pulpit. In other words, it is a message that comes to people to actually prepare them for Jesus. Just as John the Baptist must come before Jesus, repentance must come before faith. Law must be preached before gospel. Advent must come before Christmas. C.F.W. Walther, he's the first president 
of the Lutheran Church, Missouri, said it. He once said on this topic, he said this, How can faith enter a heart that has not yet been crushed? How can a person feel hungry and thirsty while he hates the food set before him? No, if you wish to believe in Christ, you must become sick. For Christ is a physician only for those who are sick. Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. Therefore, you must first become a lost and condemned sinner. He, Jesus, is the good shepherd who goes in search of the lost sheep. Therefore, you must first realize that you are a lost sheep. What this means is that the gospel is not good unless we first hear about the malady and the problem of our sin. We cannot understand the assurance of Mount Calvary unless we have listened to the thunder of Mount Sinai. The same is true for Christmas. How can a person understand Christmas without Advent? How can one receive Jesus without first hearing from John the Baptist? You see, there's no doubt about it. If you are not used, if you're not used to confessing your sins or perhaps make it a practice, perhaps make it a practice to hide your sins, then John the Baptist, his message, well, it'll be a full blast of law in your face. And if you refuse to repent because of your pride, know this, you will never, I repeat, you will never end up at the manger or the cross, but end up in the unquenchable fire. However, those who repent, those who confess and acknowledge and come clean with their sins are brought to the story and brought up into the story of Christmas. A story that takes you and me to the manger and then to the cross and then from the cross to the empty tomb. In other words, Christmas is not a mere commemoration of the birth of Jesus, some big birthday party with a piñata, but it is a recognition that the Lord God was not content to leave you and me in our sins. See, dear friends, if you wish to hear the message of the manger and the birth of Christ for you, well, repent. Repent with me this day. Yes, we need repentance Repentance of all of our sins. This is the message of John the Baptist. This is the message and the theme of Advent. It is a message that comes to you every single Advent. It is a message that comes to you from the Word, from the wilderness, and from this pulpit. It is a message that is indeed needed. Yes, you and I are called to repentance of our sins, as many as our sins that need repentance. Because the Lord, get this, he is slow to give up on you and me. He calls you and me to repent again and again and again of our sins. But if you and I insist on holding on to our sins, perhaps just our favorite one or two, and try to run with both Jesus and our sins, well, Jesus, he will put an end to this kind of thinking, an end to this kind of game. You see, he issues a call to repentance, to turn, to beat our chest and confess our sins in thought, word, and deed. You see, my friends, your sins are either with Jesus or they are with you. Next week and the week after that, we will be traveling, my friends, to Bethlehem 
to Bethlehem's stable and the manger. Even today, we, we lean forward towards the manger and we peer in. I suspect that as we look forward to Bethlehem and as we lean inward on the manger, that we do so with a certain amount of guilt from John the Baptist, from that bruising message of John the Baptist. If that is the case, we can say this, thank God. Yes, thank God, because that means we are prepared and being prepared for Bethlehem's stable, the manger, and the Christ child. Furthermore, Bethlehem, the stable, the manger, and the Christ child do not meet you with condemnation. Dear baptized saints, the good news for you is that your sins and your guilt remain at Bethlehem. They remain at the manger because Jesus entered into the flesh at that manger to begin his journey to our cross. Today, do not make the mistake of ignoring and disregarding and avoiding John the Baptist, but remember and rather hear his message for you, a message that prepares your hearts and lives in a way to receive Bethlehem, the stable, the manger, and the Christ. And as you receive Bethlehem, the stable, and the manger, know that you are taken to the cross. Yes, we will journey from Christmas to that cross to hear that Jesus answered your sins with shed blood and forgiveness. Those words, it is finished for you. Repentance, faith, law, gospel, Advent, Christmas, John the Baptist, the Christ child, all for you, preparing you to receive the Christ each and every year. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.